this is the last one of the year. And if you want to get technical, if we just did two a month and there was 12 months and we had 24 episodes, then we did a year's work. Not quite, because we didn't start taking, until February. Taking into account, taking into account leap year <laughs> and the winter solstice and the hair up your ass. <laughs> um, we're fine. And there is the intro. You know, somebody, somebody is going to call us out. You know it. What's architecture really about? Archispeak is a show that dares to peek under the architectural kimono, exposing what architecture really is, what it is that architects really do, and show you why we are passionate about our chosen profession. I'm Evan Troxell. Join Neil Pan, Cormac Phelan, and me as we have a casual conversation about all things architecture, which includes all the stuff people don't talk about. Think you already know what architecture is really about? Tune in to find out. Time for some Speak. Welcome to episode 24 of the Speak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And Evan, do we have any friends of the show this week? We do. Guess who? Anybody um, want to guess? It's one of our, our Twitter friends. Uh, it's Nicholas. It is. How did you know? Because I'm psychic. <laughs> All right, so... Nick Renard donated thirteen dollars and seventy eight cents. Awesome. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Somehow that sounds appropriate. And I was like, I can't wait to see what's up your sleeve. He says there's nothing up my sleeve. It's just an easy number to remember, but I thought it was some sports bet that you guys had going. No, I guess Not I'm wrong. That I know oh, was, of. That, was that the was that the total number of points that he scored? <laughs> it must have been. Maybe that was the yeah, fantasy points. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that that's that yeah, he wins. That that's the best donation sure. of the year right there. It's the last donation of the year. We can at least it give is. him that. That's right. That that is true. In fact, this is being our last episode of the year. Not quite a full year of Arcaspeak podcast, but uh it will be the last one of the year. So we thought we'd uh take a look back and kind of talk about uh what we've seen and kind of what we've done and have a little fun yeah and and so thanks to nick for yes starting us off absolutely with that fine donation thanks nick all right so let's talk about the year the year in review as it were i think it was a it was a fun year to start Speak, and so i you know we, we we thought it would be fun to talk about some of the things that happened this year and uh, some things that happened that we thought might happen, and a lot of things that happened that we didn't ever think would happen. I'm really excited about you know just the fact that we've been able to do this for an entire year, um, and all the listeners that have made comments. I mean, some episodes have been more popular than others, but you know we've gotten a dozen or more comments on a, a number of different episodes. Um, some episodes not very popular. I don't know. Maybe just just not comment worthy. But uh, it's just been an incredible, um, uh, you know, amount of feedback from people um, all all year, which is just you know really rewarding. Yeah, totally. Well, it's fun. Well, well, the thing that I got out of it, you know, recording for the past year and getting all the input and stuff. I mean. It's really, this is exactly what I wanted to get out of it, was basically expanding my knowledge base, expanding, um, in a way, I guess it's been expanding my friend base, because I've uh, got to meet through, you know, the social networking and all this other stuff, a lot of different people that probably I wouldn't have met otherwise, that, um, you know, through comments and just conversation and all that other stuff, you know, I've learned more, I, I think I've it's kind of been interesting to grow as a professional because you know you get you know these inputs that you normally don't get and we you know you'd like to have those daily conversations with people um at the office but sometimes everybody's just too busy to do it and you know some of the conversations that we get with uh you know our friends and followers are has been great yeah 
Totally. I agree. And I, I feel like it's one of those things where we've gotten better at it throughout the year and we still have a long way to go. But I feel like uh, when the people who are listening are chiming in on things that we're saying, you know, especially the last few episodes that we've had talking about sketching and what our favorite things are to use. I think with the feedback that we've gotten, it's been really fun to see what other people are into and what they think. And, you know, we've had a couple of people call in to the phone number and uh, leave comments on the blog. And, And that I think to me is, the power of the podcast, which is, you know, creating a community, uh, talking mm-hmm. about this stuff. And, and really we started this thing off. I think it might be kind of fun to talk about how this whole thing started, but you know, when we started this off, it's just kind of like an architectural talk around the water cooler in an office, except that none of us work together. Um, I think we still fit that, that particular bill where it's like, you know, it's like you're listening in on a conversation that, that we're having. And, you know, one thing that that I've said in the comments on the blog before is that, you know, there's never enough time to, to talk through all of the different scenarios that could be talked about a particular subject in the about an hour that we, we record for. But um, I, I wish there was. But, um, you know, trying to limit it down, it really does. It is fun. And, and it really has, I think, felt like a conversation that we're having around the coffee bar and in the office or whatever. I think that that's worked out pretty well. Absolutely. I mean, I've re-listened to a couple of shows where, you know, it's, Oh, I wish I would have said that. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And it's, you know, it's, it's, and the great thing about it is, is that when we get comments, you're just like, yeah, I was thinking that exact, exact same thing. And, you know, it's almost to me kind of proven, well, eh, this may be a stretch, (laughs) But it's kind of proven that I'm not as crazy as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, every, that, that you guys, that a lot of people feel the same way that we do. Yeah. You know? Um, and, you know, it's even, I think there was one comment that um, I got. It was actually made through, God, I can't even remember when it was. But um, I'd gotten a message, and it was somebody that was from, like Kazakhstan or something like that. And it was, you know, an architect uh, out there. And they were just like, they had made the comment, you guys are saying what I feel every day. And, you know, so, I mean, it kind of proved to me that, you know, the architectural woes and and, and yays and everything else are universal. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just... um... There a couple of comments on iTunes, uh, which we always ask for and, and appreciate. And we've, um, Evan, what did you say earlier? The, the most, uh, architecture. The... Yeah. America's, um, most loved most podca- architecture most... podcast. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're patting ourselves on the back there, but, uh, but we've got linking. Well, yeah, it's, well, that's all right. So, so we've gotten 35 ratings on, on uh, iTunes, which is just, you know, phenomenal. We appreciate every one. And, and a recent one by Pearl Drums 9 um, who says, I cannot remember who said they get more professional development from talking to other architects, manufacturers, and even the podcast. This is a wonderful observation. I have always thought the same. You guys are... I think it's supposed to be saying things that are uh, inner dialogues I have with myself. Um, another person, JB99, uh, says, I've worked in architecture since 2002 in master's program and school prior to that. These podcasts are so much what I've seen in offices I've worked in. Love to hear the quote-unquote war stories and get some valuable insights from other professionals along the way. And that, I mean, the, both of those comments uh you know we thank you very much for those but i mean that really kind of says in a nutshell what we started out to do yep. which is you know yep. talk about all the issues and and things that uh that we encounter in our different uh, uh parts of the profession um and you know and, and just um to to give back to the community to you know to our community in in our own way and and through the podcast and and that's what both of those comments really uh say and and uh and i think that's just uh, 
it's really exciting to see that that's coming through in the podcast. And we've been able to do that for almost a year now. Yeah. I mean, is, what's funny is I, I'll talk to my wife about what we talked about on the podcast. I don't think she listens to it regularly, but she's she's like, you know, wh- what else are you guys going to talk about? And And to me, it's like, we're never going to run out of things to talk about because it's just the stuff that happens every single day, whether it's an office of one or it's an office of 500. It's, it doesn't really matter. There's always things that happen in the field of architecture that we can all kind of relate to, or maybe we, we don't relate to them yet. Um, because we haven't, you know, we have a lot of students who haven't worked in these scenarios yet, but, um, I feel like, there's there's just an unending range of topics that we can talk about and things that we can talk about and I love to get people's ideas of things we can talk about and we do get those those suggestions all the time and 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 just so you guys know who we are working on on trying to fit those things in so that we can talk about the things that that are being suggested by our listeners absolutely you know in in just the suggestions and the you know kind of like that never ending conversation like what I was saying earlier is, you know, a lot of that stuff, um, a lot of our conversations have been things that later on, you know, I use as kind of tools to either talk to like new interns in our office or make suggestions of how we can improve the office. Um, we had, uh, last Friday we had our, one of the first charrettes we've had in the office in a long time. I mean, you know, we've, a pretty busy office and you know kind of things fall by the wayside in, in the office and, and one of them happened to be you know that we were you know hadn't done as many charrettes as as everybody's like to and we started doing that and you know we kind of all agreed in the office that this needs to return and needs to be a norm that happens in every phase and every stage of you know the project and it was really kind of a result of the conversations that we've all had, mm. not only with ourselves, but also with, you know, listeners and, and people that we've chatted on, you know, Twitter and, and Google Plus and all these other um, different outlets, you know, and talking about what works best for them. And it all tends to be very universal. Yep. And, and so, you know, having, you know, being able to, you know, get back to, um, you know, the things that work and create good architecture is, you know, is a is a, di- a dialogue that we, you know, kind of, sh- you know, wanted to get out of this uh, podcast in the first place is just how do we make ourselves and how do we make the community better? I mean, sure, we talk about, you know, just kind of like, you know, the day to day grind of things. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think what we really want to do is grow, learn and develop. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't know, um, Cormac, you probably don't see this information, but Evan, I don't know how, if you look at it on our website very often, but uh, it, what would you guess would be the percentage between uh, desktop access and mobile access to the site? Hmm. It's, it's almost 90% desktop. Which just surprises me. I, I don't know. I guess. Uh... I, you know what? I, I bet a lot of times people are listening to it while they're working and probably think to themselves, yeah, that, I, I, I agree. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, of or, our. Oh my God, these guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That's more often likely, yes. Well, yeah, you know. what, I, what, I find, what I find interesting when I look at some of these numbers is that uh, uh, apparently uh, 75%, not apparently, 75% of our audience are iPhone users hmm. when it comes to hmm. mobile. Hmm. Um, because that, that's how the numbers break down. So it's about 75, 25 between iPhone and Android. Um, and then for, for desktop, I, I want to know who the one person who's using a Windows 90X who's been accessing our site. <laughs> when, What's a Windows 90X? 95 or 98? 90, 95 or 98. <laughs> one person. <laughs> <laughs> 
and mm, and ouch. and even better than that. No, this is great. My, mine will Two be the people. one from Windows Seven. Okay, well that yeah, well that that's pretty popular. But in fact, that's that's the most forty, almost forty four percent of the desktop access on the website is Windows Seven. We can thank Autodesk for that. We probably. Oh, I was going to say exactly. <laughs> Damn rabbit. <laughs> well, I also want to know who are the two people that are using Windows three point one. Uh, what? <laughs> you can get on the internet with that? <laughs> I have no idea. Dial up. That's when, an emulator, right? I, I have no idea. It just Someone's says, emulating that on their Atari twenty six hundred. I. Jeez. Uh, we st- their, TR- their TRS-80. Okay, we all need to count our blessings right now. Yes, exactly. Uh, that, that's just great. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. fun to look at some of these numbers and uh, and see that the uh, 12-year-old operating system, Windows XP, is still around 10%. Oh, man. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of people actually still like XP. <laughs> In fact, actually, somebody was asking me um, I think our- if I oh. might have a, a copy of it because they preferred... XP over um, seven and it wow. definitely uh, for some reason, P, uh, you know, I have on the PC that we have at home, I have eight because that's all they came with when I bought it. And, you know, I don't have that big of a gripe with it. I mean, sure, it's a Windows PC and I always default back to using the Mac anyway, but um, God, I mean, it's they're really, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Mac and Windows are really night and day. <laughs> well, what, another fun little tidbit here when we look at, you know, cause what did I say, uh, 45% or something Windows users, uh, you know, that's not including all of the different variants, so it's over 50%. So of all of those, and this may be getting kind of silly, boring, but uh, 37% access the site using Chrome as their web browser. And yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> I hope not. I hope it's more than uh, you. Well, that, well, yeah. I just find it interesting that but, most people on mean, Windows I'm, are all using Chrome. Firefox uh, has yeah. about eighteen percent. People still use that. Eighteen percent. You know what's funny is that <laughs> I remember everybody's like, "Oh, I love Firefox," and the, and it was right around the time where you know I had stopped. You know, I was I was started using. Um, it was when I guess when I started working for someone else again, and you know I was not using Safari anymore. I was using uh, Windows machines, and um, I just I installed Chrome, and I was like, you know, Chrome is a lot easier to use than Firefox. And everybody's oh, I just love Firefox. And there's like tons of people in our office who still use Firefox. Hmm. Like, yeah, really? Well, tons of people in my do office you, still, still use have SketchUp. A, so. <laughs> Sorry, that was my own Some personal people. problem. There, there's Evans Bash. Don't you? Yep. Don't you? Uh, you know, do like little method um, tutorials on SketchUp, or at least how to use tools that you've created in SketchUp. That's true, sir. It's true. So you're perpetuating your own problems. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know that's one thing that I've learned is that architects don't do not like to try new things. They like to stick with what they know. Okay, so you know on that, because um, we've you know in fact actually on the charrette, um, they did probably the entire presentation with that they they did you know probably about maybe 20 percent or so was their powerpoint presentation that they were trying to create for the client Mm -hmm. um and then just kind of going through and talking about you know the different slides and then talking about the content on the slides but then when they got to the meat of you know how this edition look and all that other stuff they did did it solely in sketchup Mm -hmm. so as a person who obviously has a crawl in you know a, a burr in their boot or whatever um what what's what's better what's a good quick tool for like you know massing and articulation and all that other stuff that you know that you like just as much just as much uh form z or bonsai um i think i just feel like it's they actually have tools that architects 
use a lot, like wall tools and stair tools and things like that. That you, you know, the thing that SketchUp has going for it is that it's graphically really friendly, to, especially to clients, and and you don't have to wait yeah. for it to render anything. And uh, right, right. Forms the and Bonsai have that same thing, and and I was just a heavy heavy SketchUp user. For many years, but um, SketchUp instills a lot of bad habits in in people's modeling skills, and um, I feel like there's other tools out there like like Bonsai and FormZ that that do a really good job at the same thing make make certain things a lot easier to do, and still have that same yeah. graphic quality to it, which is really approachable to clients. Which I think is probably the main reason why people are using that tool. So. But you know, a lot of not not a lot of people know about that. So, I mean, it's it's not their fault because the marketing team at at FormZ or whatever isn't doing a, a spectacular job. But they're doing what they can with the small team that they have, and um, you know, that's the kind of thing that I like to talk about on my method site. And so, there's other tools out there. There's more things out there. I I definitely do not subscribe to the the thought that. You can do it all in one tool. And I have people every single day trying to tell me that Revit can do it all or some tool can do it all. And I just, I don't believe it at all because I've tried it and it doesn't work for me. So um, there are other things out there though. You know, like you said earlier, people were doing PowerPoint presentations. I haven't done a PowerPoint presentation in forever. I'd rather do a PDF presentation, but my favorite tool is Keynote on the Mac. Or on on the iPad. I mean, it it just does phenomenal presentations, much better than PowerPoint can do. Yeah, that that's. I think that's my goal for uh, this coming year is to work with the office to kind of help um, push along the graphics. I mean, they've been doing a great job of uh, getting better, and I think there are tools out there. <clears throat> You know that that you talk about a lot on your show and in uh, and the method podcast and everything else that I'd like to introduce them to um, to make it easier on them. You know we're we're making this step forward. We're starting to get mobile. We're starting to do you know that we um, this year was a, a milestone in the office. I mean we we got uh, New Forma, which I think is a fantastic program for you know a good database and project you know project tracking and all that other stuff. And, um, you know, so we're starting to move forward with those things. But I think we're only scratching the surface on things that we can do for our presentation. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I think that's one of the things that we're working hard to kind of, um, you know, improve over the next year. Yep. You know, so my goal for uh, 2014. It's good. <laughs> it's good to have goals. It is. Yeah, so let's talk about. Do you guys have any? Did you guys get any negative feedback for Arcuspeak this year? Hmm. Neil, you posted something about the residential architecture group on LinkedIn that I thought was interesting about uh, Arcuspeak. Did you do you remember what that was? No, I don't. Well, that's I remember. Not gonna go, that's um, not going to make for a good show then. <laughs> well, you got to prep me on this stuff. <laughs> well, didn't you? Um, didn't you at least post uh, a link about the one about the term uh, architect? Uh, yes, what was that episode uh, twenty twenty one that really got some traction in conversation? You know, which is great because you know if we can, if through our podcast we can spark dialogue, you know, didn't you say there was like fifty different? Oh, or something yeah that, that there was going back it and just forth went off that. right yeah. it just went off yeah, yeah. There, there's there's been a couple of episodes that have uh that have done that throughout the year on a couple of linkedin groups and, and you know some of it is um a little bit of back and forth of people arguing about stuff that's uh that we didn't even discuss in the in the episode but it it got the conversation going um and um Really? I think that's that's an awesome point because a lot yeah. of people who probably yeah. listen to the show don't realize that you know we we post this this podcast to all different types of social networks and 
And LinkedIn, I, I don't know about you guys, but I found this year especially that there has been a ton of traction with architects on LinkedIn and yes. the entrep yeah. entrepreneur architect you group and like you're posting in the residential architecture group. And it really feels to me like people are really congregating there. And then Google it's, Plus has been another one. So there's there's quite a few different places where people are, are talking about this stuff. And it's not just our comment section on our site. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's in, what, what's interesting about that is at the beginning of the year, I never would have really given either one of those sites the the time of day when it came to, you know, kind of engaging in a conversation. I mean, I really just kind of used LinkedIn more as just kind of like an online resume at, at best. And, and it was really interesting to see it change dynamically, you know, where the flow of conversations, I mean, it just, there was a lot of conversations, a lot of really good, um, you know, uh, just great conversations about you know all the different things that we've talked about you know we've actually gotten some ideas and, and thoughts about you know um show ideas or 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 points that we've brought up through them uh google plus is another one i mean it uh it's fantastic what like you know jess and and all the other guys are doing with like the hangouts and and stuff like that i mean it it's it's really changed a lot yeah and um I will say it kind of gets exhausting because there's, there's so, much. so many different platforms. But at the yeah, same there's so time, there's platforms. not a lot. I mean, it it seems like the re the goal for me with ArcaSpeak was to just be talking about the profession. It doesn't matter where the conversation leads. It's everything that we talk about is is appropriate to somebody at some point in time. And it feels like, yeah. you know, like with Jess, what, what Jess Stafford is doing on Big Time Small Firm on Google+, and we've got... Mark LePage with Entrepreneur Architect on LinkedIn. And as long as we're a part of these things, I feel like the more people that are talking about the profession, the better off that it can possibly be. Because I know as even somebody who graduated college, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I feel like, yeah. you know, that's one thing that's really surprised me this year is how many students have reached out with comments and just saying like, thank you so much for letting me know because my my instructors have no clue what it's like to work in the industry they're very much solely involved in the in the academic part of it um and they're not involved in the professional part of it and and they've they've really reached out and said this is what i wanted to hear i wanted to know and it's not like we're turning them away from it right which you know if, no, if, if my we're... kid said hey, i want to be an architect i might i might try to talk him out of it but but these these students are like, at least I now I know kind of what I'm getting into, and I feel like that's that's kind of a cool thing, right? Because I mean, you know, we all start with this commitment that we want, you know, when we're going into schools, but we start off with this preconceived notion of what architecture is, yep. and never at any time during school did it dispel that these myths that I had about the profession. Only when I got into the profession, they're like, "Oh, this is a bit different." You know, I had the, you know, good fortune of being able to, you know, work a lot, you know, throughout my education. And yep. then I took, you know, kind of a long hiatus and, and worked for a firm for a while, you know, and then went back to school. So I knew what I was getting into and I, you know, accepted it, admitted, you know, uh, it was the first first step of, uh, you know, correcting your problem is admitting it or something like that, you know, and. And I, uh, I was just like, yeah, this is exactly what I want to do. And, you know, still to this day, I mean, I don't regret any decision I ever made of going into this profession because right. it's just, it's just too cool. <laughs> well, I think, I think Evan, you pointing out, uh, some of the, uh, comments and reaction we've gotten from students, um, that was a surprise to me. Uh, I, yeah, it, it's not that we had certain goals of who are, uh, you know, our target market or audience was going to be. In fact, we kind of just like said, you know, it, we started this podcast with none of the right ways to do it. In other words, we didn't have a market or a, a target audience or, you know, a plan or anything. It was like, in fact, I remember when we first started talking about doing this and doing our first test calls, uh, the whole goal was, yeah, if we had to prep for this show, uh, it won't happen. 
you know, so <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there's a little secret about Archispeak podcast there. Yeah, but there's very little prep that goes into it. We sit down, we pick a topic and we go. And I think that's actually one of the, the neat things about the show. But it certainly surprised me, though, to see the number of students that have reached out to us for that very same reason that you mentioned, Cormac, that you know, a lot of them had no idea uh, or don't have any idea of how how it works once you're out out of school and you know the the little uh the topics that we talk about and our experiences and the experience of others that we discuss on the show um are you know are are a real eye opener and i think that's really great that we're able to provide a podcast that that kind of uh you know opens that up and and exposes uh exposes the uh, the profession you know not 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 in a bad way but it's like this is the reality um, this is what you should be prepared uh, for once you graduate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that I think, you know, in the future, I mean, we we talk a lot to students, um, you know, just just by the nature of what we talk about, you know. And, Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to rehash what you just said, because it was it was perfect and on point. Um but what I'd like to do in the future with, um, you know, just the, not the direction of the show, because I think we're, you know, our, our non-direction is a great direction. Um, but I, I'd like to be able to figure out a way to kind of open the dialogue between the profession and um, academia and try to figure out how, you know, what we see, because, you know, we're working with like, you know, um, recent graduates and, and, and older professionals and things like that. And, um, you know, we see it every day and, you know, being able to kind of connect those, um, those people together and, um, so that we can grow good architects, um, and a good profession. I, I, I don't know how we can do that, but I think, you know, um, through conversation and dialogue, it, you know, it might be something that, um, we can figure out and, and maybe just kind of, uh, you know, push as, you know, a crusade or something. Well, you know, just we've, we've had some, uh, a lot of positive feedback and we've gotten some feedback from the industry, uh, a little bit, Evan, I know, you, you know, you've had people reach out to you, uh, uh, you know, concerning, you know, from the, from the industry about this and invite us to, uh, to an AIA conference and that didn't quite go exactly the way we hoped really <laughs> well <laughs> we we teased about it on the show and then we kind of got shut down so we didn't really bring it back up but i don't know you want to i mean we're 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 doing the recap of the year yeah uh, i mean you, i you think it's really expose? it's really interesting how the the industry that we are a, a part of and granted we're a new part of you know Arcaspeak is a new thing in the industry, but um, I feel like these types of conversations don't seem to happen out in public, and I feel like that's kind of the thing that we're bringing to the the equation here, right? Is that we're having the equations in public for the entire world to listen into, whether they agree or not. I mean, it's just it's we're just throwing it out there, and I feel like you know that's a big part of of creativity and making things is putting it out there and then getting the reactions. Um, we were invited to go to the Monterey Design Conference this year, which happened in October, right? Was it October, Neil? Um, mm, I and don't I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was like we, we were invited and everything was going great. And, and we were just going to be there to kind of talk to people and, and get their feedback on on the, the people who were speaking at the conference. and And then – a couple of weeks later, all of a sudden, we were uninvited, right? I mean, it was not that we were uninvited from the people who invited us, right. um, but we were uninvited by the AIA. Specifically, we were, say, we were told, do not come unless you pay us the $2,500 vendor fee. And it's not like we were going there with a booth with something that we were selling. I mean, we, we don't have anything to sell, Um and and it was just it was really a disheartening scenario to go through and i had several phone conversations 
and it was it was all it 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 was just sad i mean it really felt like the architectural industry was only interested in what we would bring which to me would be again just kind of more in-depth conversations about the pulse of what was going on um we were only invited to partake in that if we were willing to pay for it. And well, but, that was, that just sucked. I thought I, it was terrible. It was a terrible thing. Oh, well, it was a, it was a terrible experience. And we, we didn't necessarily have a goal of going there to badmouth anybody or to talk to, uh, down about the AIA or the conference itself. But yeah. I think part of it could have been, it, it was uh, fear-driven, I felt like. Well, it was just like they were scared to death of what we might say. And, yes. and to me, yes. that was totally uh, uncalled for. I mean, well, it, but in, in their defense, and, and not that I'm, I'm going to stick up for them, but if this is your conference and you want to control the message, you've carefully chosen who's going to speak, the sessions that are being there, and and I mean they're they're controlling the message, and quite honestly, to have us there to maybe interview some people, to maybe turn that into uh, a piece on the podcast, that's not controlling the message. Yeah. And you know, so I can understand the AIA, you know, taking a step back and saying, hey, you can't let these guys in here um, on on a on somebody else's dime, basically. Um, it, you know when. The message is not being controlled by us. Yeah. And so I, I, in that sense, I can understand it. But yet, Evan, I think what our intention was, was to become part of the conversation or right. to be part of it. And, and really, to a certain extent, you know, uh, we did kind of attend part of the conference. Actually, you did attend it. Your, your company paid for you to go. Yep. And you were there. Um, I kind of hung out, uh, I didn't attend any of the conferences or anything, but I kind of hung out with you guys, uh, for, for a day and, um, because it is, it takes place in a public, uh, venue in a public setting. So, uh, it's not like I was crashing anybody's, you know, private party, but, um, um, you know, what was, what was interesting about it was that, uh, um, it seemed like the message was very controlled, um, and they only wanted to talk about, you know, certain aspects. And again, I, I didn't attend all of the conferences. I don't know exactly what happened, but um, I, I think it would be interesting to have, you know, more of a casual conversation because I've been to the AIA conference before a couple different times in different cities. Which is different than this, right? I mean, it is different than this, clear. but, but yeah. yet at the same time, you still have, you know, the big name architects and, and other people and their, their, um, I don't know. It just seems very stuffy and very, not. There's not a lot of real life conversations. The stuff that we talk about on this show, that doesn't happen at these conferences. It just yeah. doesn't happen. Right. I mean, it, it happens maybe out in the lobby, um, and maybe that's the point. Okay, you come here, you you hear uh, about this, uh, or you <laughs> you get a certain speech from somebody, and it's on message. And then out in the conference or, you know, out in the hall, everybody talks about all the crap that we have to deal with, in other words. But it's like, you know, I think and I, I think we've seen through the feedback and the number of listeners that we've gotten over the year with the show is that people are interested in this side of the conversation as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously that was our angle the whole time, which was to just to go beyond the the lecture right and and to go right. into the conversation but i think right. like you're saying that's it's out of their control at that point and it and it it becomes something that they have no idea what could possibly conspire at, <laughs> after that point right so that's true that's true well you know hopefully well, next I mean, year maybe that'll change maybe we'll be invited to one of these things and the you know the three of us could do a live show or something and you know, I think that would be a lot of fun. And, you know, maybe if uh, the powers that be are listening out there that run these things, uh, you know, get in touch with us. We'd, we'd like to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're in, you know, Neil, uh, when we went to the D.C. conference and all that other stuff. Right. Um, it, it It is about the company line. 
you know, and it is, you know, towing that line and, and putting the best face forward for architects. And, you know, you've got this kind of like freewheeling show that, you know, may not put in, I, I don't think any one of us ever actually strive to put some, you know, architects or the profession of architecture in a bad light. I, you know, I mean, we're just kind of bringing the reality of the, of the profession to light. And, um, you know, and, and it's not always the glamorous thing that they want to portray to everybody. So it's not, it, they're, it's probably in their best interest to, as you said, you know, kind of control the content that, you know, is spoken and, and is presented. And, sure. you know, when you kind of have that, that freewheeling conversation, I mean, you never know what anybody's going to say. So it just kind of, you know, cause it's kind of interesting when the question and answer period of a lot of these things, um, happen, they kind of get off topic and those are usually the most interesting yes. parts of the whole t- of the whole conversation is right. when you know people are bringing practical experience and really talking about what they're doing in the profession and in that you know and it, it it makes it interesting it makes it worthwhile to have actually been at that you know particular conference because you know when you get up there and you listen to the dog and pony shows you know I mean, you know every anybody can give the dog and pony show it's what does that dog and pony show mean to me? And what does that mean to the profession? And, and how is that going to help the profession get better? Right. And those, and that, that's the conversation that typically never really happens within that setting. And, you know, ours is kind of that conversation that does, you know, how do we make it better? How do we bridge gaps and things like that? So, well, yeah, you know, you're right. I, I find it interesting though that you said that the most interesting part of some of these uh, um, you know lectures are the end where there's question and answers and that's like you know 10 or 15 minutes or uh, to an hour or to an hour and a half long lecture mm-hmm. and it's like well let's turn it the other way around let's do the hour to an hour and a half of the of the fun stuff and maybe do 10 minutes right. of the lecture <laughs> you know? well I mean you know our, our, our show I mean we've everybody's already had the lecture you know, people who are going through school, people who have been through school, people in the profession and all that other stuff, we've already had the lecture. Right. So now, ArcaSpeak really is kind of the question and answer period. Right, <laughs> right. Well, you know, that's something else. I'm I'm scrolling through the list of the titles of, of the show, and what's really funny is that sometimes I can't tell what the heck we talked about in that episode based on based on the title. <laughs> Yeah, I, I we have a lot of fun sometimes coming up with these titles, and and oftentimes they're pulled out of a, a quote or uh, something somebody said, uh, you know, to kind of get the theme uh, of the episode, and uh, it's a lot of fun actually uh, coming up with these. And Evan, I know I, I I write most of all. I think I've done every one since like about episode three of the show notes. Um, but I, I also find it fun when I go back in after the episode's posted and see how you've uh, edited. <laughs> like, it's like either either I've misspelled something or, uh, you know, it's just my, my uh, grasp of the English language isn't quite good enough or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, sometimes it's so subtle. I'm like, did I write it that way? I'm not sure. Damn it. I think Evan changed that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure. I have, I have this curse. And, What's funny is that that was one of our recent uh, comments was, can you guys do an episode on spelling and grammar? (laughs) And I thought, oh, man. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm like, like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because to me, it's it's kind of a curse, but to me, it's a good curse. Um, Yeah, that stuff just pops right out to me. So I I I like I like it. I mean, it's uh, I like how you know you you you, it's a team effort here, and and we all do our part, and you know, except for Cormac, but he just stays up late to record. So (laughs) I'm just here to look pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go look at our pictures on the website. Yeah, right. Uh, No, no. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Really. Ding. Yeah. If I could reach through the mic. My, <laughs> the funnest part to me is is picking out what the intro is. Yes. How do you do that? I mean, 
Well, you know, I, oh, I come on, Neil. You give perfect. You well, give all of the nuggets. They haven't all been think mine. So. By I think the they're way. mostly you. Courtney. I think it's you. Yeah. I don't know. I just you know something. Some, usually, I I have like two or three things that I want to grab from, and I and I end up just picking the best one. But um, you know, I have to listen to all this stuff again as I'm editing through and and cutting out all the, the background noise and making us sound better than we really do um and i just pick one so i don't there's not a lot of science behind it so sorry to disappoint you but no it, it's great i you know i don't put that part of the podcast together so um when i listen to the episodes uh you know it's it's kind of like um i i think of it like an actor who's in front of a green screen you know, and they okay. <laughs> yeah. Pretend there's this giant beast in front of you. Be scared, or, or you know, act a certain way. And then it's like you go see the movie, and it's like, oh wow, okay, yeah, that looks pretty good. You know, or you know, <laughs> we hear the raw audio, and then you know, Evan makes us sound intelligent, and or you know, tries his best to with in Cormac's case, but you know, we... <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, it's it's a lot of fun to listen after the episode. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. And, you know, what's fun is I do a lot of tweeting and uh, a lot of posting on LinkedIn and Google Plus about the episode. And what I like about uh, going through and listening to it uh, as it's all packaged together is that, uh, you know, I'll come up with things to, uh, you know, because it's hard to keep saying the same thing. You know, go listen to episode 23 or 22 or whatever it is. Um each time. So you try and, you know, find different things to say each time you post something. And, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the episode and find things that we say or bring up and then, you know, bring that along like, uh, Cormac's plea for, uh, Rose Bowl tickets, you know, in our last episode. How'd that go by the <laughs> not way? Rose. Oh, not Rose Bowl tickets. What national championship game? Is that it? Yes. Okay. Excuse me. Different. All right, well, it shows, shows you we, what I know you, about college football. He wants football. tickets to go see something oh. else at the Rose Bowl. Yes. <laughs> it's it, it's at the Rose Bowl, but it's not the Rose Bowl game. Because, okay, so I had it you know, partially right. I mean, if, if you go to the Rose Bowl game, you don't really get the big crystal football like you do when you go to the game my school's going to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about that. Anyway, yeah. so how'd that go for you? <laughs> <laughs> It didn't. Oh, oh man! Uh, well, there's still time, to right? I mean, seeing you in person, I know, but there's still time. So if anybody out there's got national championship tickets, a ticket, they want to pony up for Cormac, you know, help them yes, out. Yes, because we'll, we'll, uh, you know, and airfare plus hotel. You um, can stay here. I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy or anything. You can stay here. Right. I mean, just so everyone knows, Cormac and I have never met in person. Right. That's true. So this nope. this could be your chance to to make, make it happen. happen. That's yeah. right. I'm the only one that's met each one of you. That's right. Come on, make the love happen. <laughs> the love connection. <laughs> make the love connection. <laughs> All right, we better start. Yeah, that's far enough with that. <laughs> We do all live like hundreds of miles, in some cases At thousands least. of miles away from each At other. Least, so, yeah. yeah. Funny, yeah. but but aren't we planning our uh, first annual um, Arca Speak uh, River Cruise or something? <laughs> the river Actually, cruise. Hey, we're going yeah, to meet halfway. If, if we are, we should <laughs> River Cruise. Wouldn't that be like you know somewhere in the middle of the country, Texas, yeah, Mississippi, or something? the Mississippi, Mississippi? That? that would be a riverboat cruise. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, if I, if it's going to do that, then we have to go to New Orleans because that that's an awesome place. I've never been. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've been a couple of times. It's great. Definitely Sounds good go to me. There. Sounds good to me. But we're we're we there was yeah, some talk you know, about that, wasn't there? We haven't gotten anywhere with that yeah, we yet, were, right? We we were ch- we were chatting about a you know a uh, a meetup yeah. in New York. That's right. And um, yeah, you know. Because we've got there's there's plenty of uh, listeners and, and friends um, in New York State, uh, and um, you know, making them the honorary tour guides, and we just kind of show up and well, bum around. Now, isn't the AIA ask for places to stay? Isn't the AIA's national convention in Chicago in 2014? Yep. Well, see, there you go. 
Somebody at the AIA needs to get in touch with us. You do know that Chicago is a different city than New York, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but no. I'm get just, off you my lawn. <laughs> no, it's get off of my drafting table. Was that Neil? Was that a Neil voice? Yeah, that was good. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's a very bad attempt. <laughs> Dang, damn it. <laughs> shut up or I'll hit you with my cane. <laughs> Your walker. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't progressed to the walker yet. No. Just the cane. So, you know, looking at our episodes here, the one that's gotten the most comments, other than the first episode, because a lot of people, you know, said, hey, great, great job, good, you know, good start, uh, was just uh, episode 21, the title of Architect. We got, we got the most comments about that. Makes sense to me. It's a uh, profession who doesn't know who it is. Yeah. And, and the other one we got. I mean, it, you know, it, it it's an interestingly hot topic that you know um, that everybody wants to make a big deal over. But the problem is, is that we're only making a big deal about it with each other. Right. And right. You know, who are we trying to convince? I mean, oh, you know, you can't call yourself an architect because, you know, you're not licensed. You know, or, yeah, I know that you've got more experience than me, but since, you know, you didn't go through the pain of the test and stuff, you know, you're not a, you know, you're not an architect. Or you are licensed in this state, but not in that state. Or you are licensed in this country, but not that country. So you're not allowed to call yourself an architect. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, so all of that. All of that. I mean, we're just trying to convince each other, you know, and just like with magazines and web pages and stuff like that. I mean, we're we seem to be doing it all for ourselves, you know, to impress ourselves and stuff like that. And it's the the people that we need to impress or the people that we need to, you know, show that we've got the experience and the knowledge. We're not marketing to them. Right. We're not marketing to them properly. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it was, it was an interesting conversation that we had about the title. Um, but again, it was the conversation and all of the comments and even the further comments that, you know, you had had on, um, you know, the conversations that you had on LinkedIn, Neil, right. were, they were all, you know, kind of like self-directed. Um, you know, and it was just like, you know, the... Um, dog chasing his tail. I mean, you know, it, you're fine. You're, we understand the points and the positions, but what I wanted to know is how we're making, you know, how we're either going to take the title back from other people who are just arbitrarily using it or, you know, make, you know, changing our, the impression or our footing in the real world, you know, to potential clients and things like that. Um, and that that was one thing that you know I kind of was a bit disappointed about that conversation is that it didn't reach further than just an internal conversation. Yep, good point. Well, you know, some of the things we've done on the show this year uh, after we started, you know, we we created a Facebook page, um, we mm-hmm. created a Google Voice number, which we've gotten all of two calls on, so. You know, our listeners need to call us a little more often on that. Thanks, Neil's mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, my mom doesn't use the Internet, so that would be the only way she could talk to us would be, the, <laughs> be through the phone. Um, you know, but and and we've slowly, you know, um, uh, built uh, an audience on on Facebook and on the uh uh, on our Twitter uh, account, and we've created uh, um, a friends of the show during the year, which has proven to be quite popular. You know, because I, Evan, you you started a donate page right from the very beginning, but yep. you know, really didn't see anything action on that. But I think people have been getting a kick out of hearing their names uh, on the podcast, and and you know that that seemed to really help encourage that. Um, you know, we also started a blog, which, you know, we haven't blogged very many things, but a few things that, you know, are kind of maybe outside the show or don't really right. fit into the show notes. We've yep. kind of, you know, put those there because they haven't really fit anywhere else. And then, you know, and then for the first time at the end of the year here, we've done our own T-shirt, 
which thank you to you, Evan, for creating the shirt and, you know, our whole uh, logo and everything. Job. Yeah, it's just, you know, Evan's really just been this, the, the designer on all of this stuff for the for the show and on the website. So, you know, kudos to you, sir, for thank just you. an awesome job on this. Thank That's, you very much. It's been a great year. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we've had a good response to the donations for sure and the t-shirt at the end of the year you know i think hopefully uh that pans out well for us but i you know it's it's one of those things where it's a it's an opportunity i i see it as as a way to get people to um not only help the show out but just to be part of the community and 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 just show their their love for it you know because to me this is this is a labor of love it's something that we love to do we do it every week or every two weeks and right we um to me it, it's one of those things where where when people when i talk to people about the show they're saying you know keep on doing it this is definitely something worth doing and to me like that's the best kind of compliment because it's it's okay. those are the the people who are the ones who are saying, you know, like this means something to me. And, and, you know, we did, we had no idea what we were getting into, but, but to me, like, that's the kind of, of uh, comment that, that helps me say, yeah, we should keep doing this. This is something worth doing. And to me, you know, we all have really busy schedules, all three of us. And um, this is, this is one more thing chipping away at that because it does take quite a bit of time and it does take effort and it does take, money and it takes all of those things but this is one of those things that's worth doing because i feel like we are making a difference to our profession you know and as we say in our in our tagline we're we're looking beneath the kimono and and we're we're showing people what it's really like to work in this field and but it, it this is um something that we really care about and and to me this is our way of making a difference well you know uh, you, we, the other thing we've done during the year, it just it just kind of surprises me that when I look at you know kind of maybe where we started with what we had at the very beginning, and, and the one thing I forgot to mention too is uh, our show notes. You know, we haven't uh, the show notes can be emailed out to you if you subscribe to that, um, which is you know really great for when we have episodes with a lot of links, especially like our our favorite things episode, our last episode, episode twenty three. Um, you know, so you can get that all emailed to you. So when I, when I look at the phone number, the, the email subscription, the Facebook page and the shirt and the uh, friend of the show and mm -hmm. the blog, I mean, holy smokes, we, we, you know, it's, it's really shocking all the things that we've done, you know, including recording, you know, now our 24th episode this year in 2013. Um, it, it's, it's pretty shocking. You know, when you look back, yeah. it's, it's, we've come a long ways. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think that any of us saw all of that stuff happening when we started out. No, I, I didn't. I mean, we, we tried to think about a lot of these things, but I think uh, uh, most of the things I mentioned all kind of grew organically um, yeah. as as we went. Um, so and I know for season two um, in 2014, you know, we've we've got a few ideas uh that we that we're gonna maybe implement and do and you know we talked a little bit about maybe having some guests on the show i mean maybe some people will give us some feedback on that uh if they'd like to have us have a guest on the show to uh you know probably not like an interview i mean you know i think i think what uh mark's do, mark lepage is doing and what enoch is doing at their shows you know kind of an interview based is fantastic that's not kind of what we want to do with the guest on the show but uh, you know, just have a guest on to talk like we're do like we do. Yeah. Just jump it into the conversation. Exactly. You know, so, uh, if you want to be on the show, let us know. And, you know, I think that's something we'll look at doing maybe once in a while and on in season two, as we roll into season two. Yeah, definitely. I think that would be really fun. All right. Okay. Well, let's wrap up 2013 guys. If you have any questions or comments, please visit the website at arcaspeakpodcast.com. There you'll find links to the Arcaspeak Podcast Twitter account, our individual Twitter accounts, and the Arcaspeak Facebook page. We also enjoy hearing from our listeners, so 
please give us a call and leave us a message at 415-484-8496. And if you can, leave us a review on iTunes. As you saw tonight, we do read those and we really do appreciate them. So thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everybody. It's been a fun year and uh, we had no idea what this was going to turn into, but it's been a really fun experience and a fun ride so far. I second and third that motions. <laughs> Honestly, it was Karmic's ready to go to bed now. Hey, who by the way, who's who's working Christmas Eve? Uh, I'm going into work. I'm going into the office tomorrow. I will too. I have consulting work to do tomorrow as well. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if you've seen all of the little uh things, you know, coming from like a jody's website and all that other stuff it's like uh, santa santa must be an architect you know yeah. who else would uh schedule you know a deadline um a crazy deadline on a uh, christmas eve right right exactly <laughs> or or who else would work on christmas eve uh and stuff like that you know so it's it's you know some funny things and, and i do think that uh you know santa's an architect <laughs> hey we should remind everybody that it is not too late to get an arcus big t-shirt you got until the 29th at midnight to place your order for the Argus Beak t-shirt. And uh, not only will you be looking very fine, but you will also be helping out supporting the show. And uh, all of that is available at ArcusBeakPodcast.com slash shirt. So, and, it come, and it comes in the architect's favorite color. That's right. Black. Only Don't even color. have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> only color. The only you can color. wear it to meetings, you know. You can wear it to family gatherings. You can wear it anywhere. It's it's appropriate. Just not Christmas dinner this year. Why not? Because it won't because it won't ship till after the twenty ninth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. We're done. <laughs> it's obviously late. Good night. Yes. All right. Good night. Say good night, Cormac. Oh, good night, Cormac. <laughs> <laughs> I had already fallen asleep. <laughs> when you said goodnight, I just automatically assumed like, I could go to sleep. That works. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, goodnight. <laughs> <laughs>